we are so excited today. We are feeling the Halloween spirit, and we are here to talk about our favorite show on Hallmark, Good Witch. This is the Good Witch podcast. We've had a little bit of a break, uh, and uh, but we're back, and we are all uh, sporting our Halloween costumes, and it's very exciting. And so if you are not watching this on YouTube, you're really missing out on some of the fun. <laughs> So uh, I am Rachel, I'm here, this is the Homeworkers Podcast, and I am dressed as an angel because everyone knows how angelic I truly am. And, <laughs> and Amber's here. Hi, everybody. Hey. Um, and I really want Georgia to guess what I am. So Georgia, please go ahead and try to guess. Oh my gosh. Is it something that I should know? I mean, Maybe. Would this uh, can of ginger ale help make things easier? Is it from like a cartoon or something? No. No. How about this handy jug of maple syrup? What, what's happening? I'm Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think. I was trying to think. This is, see, I have a maple leaf on my hat. Oh my I was trying gosh. to think, what's the most hallmarky thing I could be? Canadian. That's so true. That is so true. But you, I feel like you should have said you were excited about doing this podcast. I, I am very excited about it. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I forgot to, to, to do that. But now you get it, eh? Yeah, yeah, eh? Yes. Very true. Good job, Amber. Good job. Thank you. I would like to say that my halo even has little <gasps> lights blinking. Yes, that Rachel. Everyone knows you're the most angelic. It was pretty exciting. So, Georgia, you are here. This is so exciting. Thank you for coming on. And uh, what are you dressed as? I am dressed as the main character from the actual movie, Bell, Book, and Candle. Which is why we have a bell and books and a candle. Do you have a little black cat? No, because she has a Siamese cat and I have a black cat stuffed mm. animal but i don't have a siamese cat because we had a siamese cat and she was terrible and she freaked me out so i just like have a thing <laughs> against them and i wasn't gonna go get a siamese cat but you know it's all right i could probably found her somewhere yeah <laughs> we'll bell booking candle podcast one of these days talk about the movie i've never seen it so you haven't no i know kim terrible. novak i know i know terrible jimmy stewart <laughs> so this yeah. so this is our big exciting good witch movie that we've had this is like the fourth halloween one they've had in a row and they are great and if you haven't uh listened to our interview with Catherine disher uh make sure you check that out because it was really fun she was great so yeah what did you guys think overall your overall response to Good Witch, Tale of Two Hearts. What do you think, Amber? Um, I really liked it. I, I had suspe- I mean, the only downside is that we didn't get hashtag Hallow Wedding, yeah. which was an amazing hashtag and would have been an amazing event. But I can understand like why they might not have done it because you know maybe the movie audience is different from the TV series audience and they wouldn't want something that doesn't happen the series and something that important to happen off series i don't know the i don't know the business aspect of it but i could get that being a reason but that being said the promos kind of led me to expect no hallow wedding so yeah. i wasn't devastated 
So, but despite the fact that there was no hashtag hello wedding, please feel free to just keep using it. It's my favorite thing I've ever done. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Georgia? I feel the exact same way, surprisingly enough. Yeah, I mean, I was bummed that there wasn't a wedding, but I kind of like that they just addressed it right off the bat. And we're like, you're not getting a wedding. And I was like, no. But then it made it so you could enjoy the rest of the movie instead of thinking, okay, are we going to get it? Are we going to get it? And then at the end going, wait, we didn't get it. And so I could just enjoy Martha and Abigail for two hours. And it was the best. So <laughs> I loved it. I really did. I loved it too. I thought this was like Martha's shining hour. So like, <laughs> of course I love it because I love Martha. And she like teared up like three times. I'm like, Ooh. yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was really good. And I even thought that the way they handled not having the hollow wedding was like really tender. And so I was like, you nailed it. You even nailed the not having the wedding, which yeah. we know from other shows is not always nailed and this was really good it almost felt like a little bit of an episode of once upon a time into me with the sort of the backstory and uh yeah. you know with the <laughs> the merrick uh the and the the whole kind of lore of the ruby it kind of reminded me a little bit of an episode of once upon a time i could see that yeah yeah it starts out yeah. patience mary wick and william spry are in love and they uh and they have this love letter and with the the power of the ruby and we don't know what happened to them like what the final thing was happened to them so that's sort of the mystery uh because we don't have a, a final letter and but we still have the ruby and the ruby is the heart of middleton and how did you think they executed that amber what do you think the the like the old timey mystery yeah i don't think we needed it but it was fine i wasn't mad about it but i did think it was worth the payoff of martha spoiler alert this is a full spoiler podcast if you don't know the spoilers okay. get out of here and then watch it anyway um the it was worth the payoff of um martha being like is that how you pop up around town so fast all the time it was worth it. It was yeah. Scary. Yeah, that's true. That was fun. Uh, yeah. So there's the heart of uh, heart of Milton, this giant ruby, and uh, that gives everybody love. The only thing I had a little confusion because the person who stole it was still in Middleton the whole time. Yeah. So I guess it's only active in its magical powers if it's possessed by the correct person. Rachel, you do not understand mythical, powerful objects. This is true. It's not really the power that they have. It's the symbol of that power. Okay. It, but I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> because, let's be real, that ruby doesn't have actual <gasps> mythical love powers. You fed. what it has is the power to inspire people to find their own love. Oh, so it's like, like and people stopped it. believing in it because it wasn't, they didn't see it. But it's like the wizard's gifts in Wizard of Oz, you know, it's like. But, but it's like, it's like in, um, in Harry Potter with the elder wand, you know? So, okay, if it goes to the wrong person, if the person who didn't actually earn it has it, it's not going to work because the one who stole it did not have it in what, what did they say? It was given to her in 
not trust. But the other one that. only works for the person who owns it as opposed to the, the heart of Middleton, but, which works for the whole town. But maybe because it's like, oh, look, now it's being tainted, you know? Maybe yeah. it's being used for not nice purposes. I mean, I know she wanted it for, you know, reasons and stuff, but maybe it's because then it was being like, no, you didn't actually earn it, you know? Yeah. It's the elder so, one in Middleton. Yeah. I, di uh, I disagree. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> so, did we know that the whole town hates Blairsville or did we was it just I kind of thought that it was just a Martha thing but this is literally a whole yeah. town no I knew it was the, like it's like the whole town except for Cassie because Cassie's like hashtag I'm reasonable <laughs> but no it's the whole town yeah. you don't just become like you don't just hate some other town out of nowhere it's obviously born out of a deep-seated jilted love triangle <laughs> as yeah. all rivalries are yeah i had no idea it was a rift going back to the 19th century i mean yeah patience this? is the helena troy of middleton yeah that's right <laughs> lucky uh, and i did think that they had a good line i said some say a picture is worth a thousand words but sometimes the real thing can leave you speechless that was a good uh, very soon worthy line and james denton he was oh nailing it this time. He was so <laughs> worthy this whole episode. I was just like, oh, I should have had you on the hunkiest podcast. That it's like James Denton heard that I have suddenly been become a lady and love men like Cameron Matheson. And yeah. like, well, if she's now if she's now somebody who I can woo, I'm gonna step up my game. Cause I was feeling James yeah. Denton. He was so romantic. It was just, yeah, I agree with you 100%, Amber. I just, I just have to ask who, like, what age group does not like Cameron Matheson in that way? Like, how old, I mean, I swear to you, it's been like 15 years and I've been like, Cameron Matheson, yeah, you know, Amber, like. It's just slow <laughs> uh, for some reason when it comes to Cameron <laughs> Matheson. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Up to this year, I was like, yeah, oh I mean, obviously, gosh. Cameron Matheson's fine. Like, okay. <laughs> well, but then this year with Summer to Remember, I was like, Cameron Matheson. Oh my fine, goodness. Cameron Matheson. <laughs> Not even very, very Valentine. Oh, Amber, I can't. You've missed I, out you on know, so you know what? much. That, you're right. Very, very Valentine was, was the change. He's so, he's just like, oh, uh, because there's nothing to not like about Cameron Matheson. There's just nothing. You know, you know, in Wicked, when she starts singing Defying Gravity, and she's like, something has changed within me. Something is not the same. <laughs> that was, that's what happened to me when I realized yeah. that I loved Cameron Matheson. So, I mean, I feel like that's relatable. It's just that happened to me when I was like 14. So it's yeah. been a while. I've been long gone. Ever since like, the person's ornament. <laughs> Ever since he was on Dancing with the Stars, I'm so... That's literally me. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> but anyway, back to James Denton. Back to James Denton, who was, has was also good. brought a change within me. Because I think from now on, I'm going to be like, yeah, Cameron Matheson. Yeah, James Denton. Yeah, gentlemen. They're going mean, to... I loved him on Housewives, but like, yeah, he was just... He was so swoon worthy in this. I thought he was so he was so sweet and so like 
understanding yeah. and you actually saw like Cassie getting kind of sad about missing the wedding and I was like oh and then he was feeling you know comforting her which is super attractive it was really good he really but, he stepped up yeah they, they did a good job making the guys likable this time you know they, yes. they weren't doing that during the season but they helped themselves a lot agreed so and also we heard right away that Phil was gone oh can we also just talk about Finally. Abigail real quick? Yes. Was time. she the absolute worst in the whole universe and you wanted her to lose desperately? You need to be quiet forever. Yours is not a Canadian way to behave, first of all. <laughs> you would not say anyone is the worst. Second of all, Abigail is so not the worst. How do you not... You're going to have an Abigail moment like you had a Cameron Matheson moment someday because you're just going to be like, oh, Abigail's great. No way. Oh, yes way. No way. You're yes always way. saying like, oh, yeah, Abigail, she just goes about meddling in people's lives to get them to come to their realizations in a different way than Cassie. No way are you saying that about this one because it because was she, all 100% Abigail all the time to Abigail. I think you felt that way because I think you felt that way because of how much we love Mayor Martha. And this was their, like, yeah, true rivalry. But yeah, except for, no, the whole time she was like, yay, I'm proud of me for winning the pumpkin carving contest. And I'm like, how she, are you oh my gosh. Amber, do you expect her to come out there and be like, oh, I want you to win so that people will like me and vote for me and I'll be beloved? That's literally what she said. But she's not going to say, oh, I'm so worried. I'm like, I'm like crying worried. It's she's stressed out worried. It just shows differently. It's not going to come no, out the same way as it does No, she just Cassie. wanted to be like the best and get the glory. So does Martha. No, Martha wants to win for Middleton. So does Abigail. They have no. Abigail same. wants to win so Middleton they, will like her. They yeah, did the that's best. True. They did the best job though, where they had them say the same things. Where it's like, oh, I never joke. Oh, I never kid. They had them say the same things throughout the episode. So that you see how similar they are because they are so similar. It was only a matter of time. No, it's no their motivations are entirely different. No, because this has never go, fit in anywhere. I don't know if I would go that far entirely different. I think that they're both pretty, they both have, they both have egos that they, that they want to be fed, I guess. But uh, I, I, I was surprised, frankly, that Abigail is interested in any of this stuff that she cares like she's never seemed like somebody i mean yes she has had a little bit of an ego but i would expect her to get i was expecting this to not last long and it looks like it's actually gonna last long this for being mayor thing and i i, I mean i never thought that she would want to run for election and stuff because i don't know just it didn't seem like something that she would want to bother with like she's not a community person and I just figured she would just burn out real quick. I think but. that's the point of it, though, is that she got into it, you know, maybe for herself, maybe, maybe to prove a point, maybe to prove she could do something. But now, like she says, you know, she doesn't realize how hard it is and she didn't know it was going to be that much work and stuff. I think she, mm -hmm. it's going to be like, oh, look, she cares so much about Middleton. She cares so much about the people. I think that that's, it's a setup for more character development, Amber. Please tell me one person she expressed any concern or care for in the entire episode. I thought Martha. the end with her and Martha was actually sweet. She didn't I, care about me? Martha. She oh. wanted Martha's pie. You fib. Oh, I thought it was the Amber. I, the ending was sweet. Come on. It was, Rachel. I agree. Yeah. Um, I wanted Blairsville to win because Abigail didn't See? deserve it. 
that's the thing. Martha was willing to turn on the town for most of it. and Not because the whole town turned on her. The whole town didn't turn on her. Uh-uh. They have to okay. stick with their own town. So <laughs> I kind of wish that she had stayed turned on Middleton a little bit longer. Like we'd gotten in many episodes because that would have been hilarious. But, but yeah. anyway, we're, let's, we're jumping ahead. So let's talk about Museum Lady. Guy, lady. Or yes. Gosh. Mm-hmm. What did we think about her? She was fine. Honestly, it was fine. I didn't care. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you that's your Paris guy. Obviously, you stole the thing. Blah, 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 blah. I don't care about them. They like It was just like, uh, this is what's happening. Forget, blah, go over there. What mm-hmm. I want to know is what happened to his like neurotic stalker girlfriend. Yeah, I wondered about that. But, yeah. Because they, they just kind of dropped it. Yeah. She's just, he was like, we're broken up, bye. And then we never saw her again. Yeah. And I care deeply about her. I knew you I would. would. I would love, I would love if they bring her back for a later episode. That And like Cassie makes her life. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, they have the whole rivalry gala in the museum. And the big showcase is the heart of Middleton. And it gets stolen. And of course, we always knew, but it didn't, who the who person who stole it, but it doesn't really matter because Cassie always knew too. So we're basically in the same position. Yeah, no, I'm Cassie. not mad that I knew who it was and that we knew who it was. I was just like, yada, yada, yada. It's fine. Yeah. But when they first show Abigail, I was like, the job thief. Oh, and so the fact that she won me over a little bit by the end, I thought said something, but I was just like, how could she take Martha's job? So rude. But, <laughs> but, uh, but then especially when uh, Cassie says, no one bangs a gavel quite like you. I was like, I love Cassie. Cassie's yeah, Cassie the was best. the only person who was even being remotely nice to Martha. Yeah. And, just uh, saying. <laughs> So, yeah, I feel like Stephanie is secretly on Team Martha. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on Team Martha, Stephanie. I want them to team up. Yeah. <laughs> don't, uh, don't, don't shake your shaky head at me, Georgia. <laughs> you I think, think the whole... Team Martha? Oh, no, I do. I just don't think everyone needs to pick teams because I think the point is that they all come together and they all learn and Martha maybe can find something else to do. Everyone learned except for Abigail. Abigail telling her that she's not the town gossip because she's not part of the town anymore was like my favorite part of the episode. I'm not kidding. I love Abigail. I think people underestimate her and misunderstand her. And I think that Martha's like, you you know what? Martha was not likable in the beginning either. And you know it. You know, in those first movies, she was like, oh, she's like a busybody. She's like, when she was like literally afraid Cassie was going to turn her children into frogs. Yeah. And how silly is that? Because Cassie would never, you know? Yeah. And she, she uh, came around. Yeah. Abigail, and so, Abigail has been a part of Middleton just as long as Martha. How, how do I you mean, have Cassie? How do you root for, say, Henry Gowan and you're so annoyed by Abigail? And they're both basically supposed to be sort of the antagonists to our heroes. No, because he, because people don't root for Henry Gowan. And in the story, they treat him like a villain mm-hmm. when he's doing villainous things. And in this show, when Abigail does villainous things, everyone's like, yeah, give her the trophy. She deserves it. <laughs> so you want them to punish Sam and Nick because you don't like Abigail? I mean, they deserved it, you know? They earned it. They did work. not deserve it. Oh, uh, the Scarecrow was Nick, significantly Nick deserved better. deserved it for the Scarecrow. 
the pumpkin was the I pumpkin don't, was not that. better. It was we, not. We don't need to talk about it though, Amber. We don't. <laughs> we we do. can just as a pumpkin connoisseur in a competitive pumpkin league once a year. Um, <laughs> I could have like legitimately. My friends and I did better jobs than that in less than an hour. It's true. Your know. pumpkins were impressive with a capital I. That was amazing. She did literally one of them did the Mona Lisa. That was me. I know. Oh, that was you? Yes. Oh my gosh. That was wow. amazing. It really we was lost. amazing. We lost. We didn't yeah. win with the Mona Lisa. Wrong with these? That, they were Here's all the really thing. good. My parents or my sisters or my nieces, because we do it at my house, are always the judges. And I feel like there is some like reverse nepotism thing where they don't want to look like they are being biased. So they never pick mine to win. So this year, my friend and I, because we do it in teams of two, we said, I said, we're doing the Mona Lisa. Because when we lose this year, I want to say, I mean, of course we lost. It's not like we made the freaking Mona Lisa. And then I'll be like, psych, we did. So it worked out exactly as I thought it would. That's craziness. Okay, yeah, well. You deserved it. So yeah, yeah, I deserved it way more than Abigail. <laughs> I mean, Abigail spread. didn't do it, Sam did. Yeah, I know, but I deserved it more than Sam. Yeah, but that spread of food that was supposedly from Cassie's wedding, there is no way that's Cassie's wedding. Like, come on. It, it no, was all like pastel and like yeah, yeah. green and stuff. Like, what? This is what I think happened. I think Cassie was like, Stephanie, would you like to cater my wedding? And she was like, I would. And then, and then Stephanie was like, what do you want? And Cassie was like, hmm. And Cassie was using her winch tuition to say, oh, you know what? Let her pick. And then it was going to go to disastrous secretly. So it would always be able to turn into this thing for this thing. That's how I justify it. Yeah. She just I let Stephanie pick. But, but. It's also Sam's wedding, too, so shouldn't he have had some kind of say in that? Well, Sam and Cassie both agreed Stephanie could just choose. <laughs> it was just so not Halloween, and it was so not Cassie. I was like, yeah. hmm. But anyway, so yeah, so Stephanie is freaking out about having to change all this food. Plus, I did not think that Cassie would be a lobster tail kind of gal for her wedding. <laughs> Ooh, who knew? I guess the gray house is fancy. By the way, where is this supposed to take place? You mean the show as a whole, or this? Like, where geographically is Middleton, supposedly? I, I feel like it's in, like, Connecticut. No, they were supposed to be going to, he was supposed to be able to go to, like, Cubs games, wasn't he? So it has to be near Chicago. Oh, is it? Illinois. Okay. Tom, supposed to be going. I'm going to pretend that they're straight up in just, like, a suburb of Toronto. Because <laughs> they are. I feel like they because they are. Yeah, I'm just going to, like, like, it doesn't say. They can be Canadian. But he wouldn't be able to drive to, like, Cubs game. It just, geographically, it doesn't make sense. Well, you know? it's only, like, six hours from uh, Minnesota. No, where was it? Detroit? I to Toronto? Oh, by yeah, car? yeah, yeah, Because that's where they always go on Sister Sister. <laughs> I know because I had a travel snafu and we were going to possibly have to drive from Detroit to Toronto. There you go. So, do we all agree that Nick and Grace getting along is much more pleasant than Nick and Grace fighting? Oh, for Yay! sure. I am back on board with Nick being on the show. He doesn't have that weird girlfriend anymore. Yeah. He 
he's not being yeah. he's not being like a little brat he was yeah. being helpful all i want is for abigail and martha to run off for mayor nick is on team mayor martha grace is on team abigail when they have the inevitable election and i want them to still be friends but competitors but what did we think of nick's uh halloween decor on the house yeah on the house it was fine yeah it wasn't really like shut your eyes get ready for this amazing reveal boom but you know. but he's doing it by himself for the first time yeah and I'm to not, make I'm cassie happy so. yeah <laughs> he doesn't deserve a prize he doesn't deserve the abigail commemorative participation participation there you go participation <laughs> award. Mm. so but, you know, he did i was it's just the effort it's the thought that counts rachel yeah so there's that whole conversation between cassie and sam where he, she's trying to get him to do pumpkin carving and then they find the heart pumpkin what do you think of that heart pumpkin that's pretty gnarly <laughs> Why was it? This was the worst. Like, Chekhov <laughs> was in his grave rolling over. Because what was the point of the heart pumpkin? I could imagine if he used this amazingly heart-grown pumpkin for the contest. Right. But well, he didn't. True. It was just like, hey, look at that. There's a heart-shaped pumpkin. That it was has. just to be like, magic is happening in Middleton or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. That's, it's true, though. They should have used it for the contest. That would have been really... Yeah. yeah, now I'm bummed out because I saw it and I, I mean, I feel a little bit bad, but I was like cracking up at it because I don't understand why it was, it was so odd looking. It, it was, was so an odd choice. It, it, it was and hilarious. It didn't any narrative purpose. No. So why did it exist? Yeah. But like, like if you had made it into the, like, he carved his thing out of this amazing pumpkin and then <laughs> everyone's like, well, obviously this amazing pumpkin with this skill wins. Then I would have been even more like yeah. if even if they had done the exact same designs, but he used the heart shaped pumpkin, I'd be like, yeah. you know what? That does deserve to win. Because pumpkin selection is a large part of pumpkin carving. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, I guess it was just supposed to be the like the theme. It's like the heart. I don't I don't know. But then that's when we get the heart stolen. And yeah. this is when because uh Martha is blamed and there's this whole blame game that's when she's like i'm done i'm out of here i'm going to blairsville yeah like martha would steal a freaking thing <laughs> if, aside from all the stuff she steals from cassie's store which is yeah. <laughs> that doesn't count and uh, you know cassie of course is amazing even without the ruby we, we still have to believe that true love is out there and uh and so then we have some nick trying to make the scarecrow and <laughs> failing and uh that uh and i, I did i kind of joked on twitter i said that grace has already learned the skill of using guilt as a weapon within your family <laughs> i think that will come in very handy <laughs> getting him to do that and yeah at first i was a little bit like conflicted because you have cassie and sam on team abigail working on the on because they're on team middleton so it's like oh i don't know they're working against martha but 
Cassie was always kind of on Team Martha, I feel like. So she was just kind of there to like oversee and make sure that Martha's interests weren't hurt too bad, I think. And so it was really sweet. And uh, we get to meet Team Blairsville. <laughs> and also, this was really funny. I thought the whole thing with Sam talking about the best teacher in the world is failure. Good Lord. You don't really want to hear that from your surgeon. Like, I mean, it's not the most, I mean, I get it. Doctors make mistakes and whatever, but like, that really shouldn't be the motto. And the first thing is you're like, super not comforting. Like, yeah, you know, surgeon, surgeon should be making a lot of mistakes. Let's hope. Right. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> But, um, but anyway, yeah, so Team Blairsville, and, uh, and then Martha appears, and she's, I'm on Team Blairsville, and it was really fun. I just loved Catherine Disher, and this, this movie was, we agree, she was the best. I agree, she was the best. Georgia thinks <sighs> Abigail was the best. I uh, think Martha and Abigail are the best together. I think it's hilarious, because I love Abigail and Stephanie, too. But then I love anyone who can challenge her. You know, Cassie's not going to do that. And I love Cassie. But she's not going to do that. And so it's funny yeah. because people also don't challenge Martha. Yeah. They're well matched, you know. I do agree with you there. I'm actually, I don't hate Abigail the way Amber does. Uh, but I, uh, I'm still going to be on Team Martha for sure. So, okay. Um, so, yeah, the museum lady and then the boyfriend. And when we saw... Abigail wielding that gavel, my heart hurts. <laughs> Ooh, I was so mad. I was mad <laughs> for several reasons. I was mad because she was using Martha's gavel. And then, um, are you kidding me? They were going to use Martha's recipe yes, without like, her permission? She left. I was so... That's her recipe, Georgia. Like, she left. Like, That's how stupid do they think she is? She's not going to leave her recipe in the Rolodex. Regardless, even if she did leave her recipe in the Rolodex, like, that's ridiculous. That's, like, cheating. That's like oh, saying, okay. Georgia, that's Come like on. saying, we're taking a test in school, and you leave your test on, the, on your desk, and then you leave, and then I go, thanks, she left yes. it. And use isn't, your test. Isn't the whole point oh, of a baking competition is that it has to be your recipe? If yes. I have a Pillsbury dough competition and I make Ina Garten's recipe, that's a fail. That's cheating. Um, excuse me. Was anyone else saying, hey, Abigail, you shouldn't do this? No. The whole town was sitting there going, yay. No, good that's what I'm saying. The whole town were cheater pants. Grace was like, here it is. Yeah. They, like, no, I'm, I'm, I was anti everyone. Yeah, in all right. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. But that just seemed a little shady. It was yeah, shady. It was. It's just like a little shady of everyone. I expect that kind of stuff from Abigail because it's like, okay, you're trying to get, not cheat, but you know, get through this thing. But I'm like, everyone else just goes, yeah, okay, that's fine. Like, realistically, yeah, no, it's this is why Middleton it make should have sense. lost. Plus, but, that topping was not a crumble in any way shape or form can I just say it was like it was like a dusting I was like I've never seen any pie with that kind of topping in my life but maybe that's maybe I, that's I also think it would have been hilarious if the Martha comeback had happened and in the meantime Blairsville 
had like done a second pie just in case Martha was trying to backstab them, yeah. used it, and that pie won. Yeah, so I, I didn't, didn't think that Middleton needed to win. I think that could have been funny and like a teaching moment. And, and good for them. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But it couldn't have happened. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I don't think it could have happened on the pie. It would have had to happen on one of the other events and then they would have lost too early. Mm-hmm. You know, it would have been. I think it would have been really that. great though if it was the pie and Blairsville didn't trust Martha to do the pie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would have been good. I just don't know that that's something that Hallmark would write. It just isn't, I don't know. I think there's a reason they didn't do it. That's not like the Hallmark way to do it, you know? But, well, I mean, a lot of things weren't the Hallmark way. Like stealing <laughs> Which they didn't actually get to do, so. Well, they tried real hard. If I try <laughs> to murder someone and I don't do it because for some reason they didn't show up at this murder where I had it all planned. I mean, you're not charged with like, it. Yeah, it's still attempted murder. <laughs> but um, only sort of. Like, maybe not technically. That's getting dark, Amber. I'm just well, saying. They were trying to murder her pie recipe. Oh, my gosh. But, like, Martha was, Martha gloating was the funniest thing ever. I mean, Catherine just, just nailed it. It was so funny when she's like, ooh, look at your, like, look at your skeleton or whatever it was. Like, it was terrible. Her skeleton was so funny. It was she's so like, funny. Break a leg. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's right. oops. Yeah. And, uh, and, but Abigail, I, uh, I liked, she, there was a good moment, I think, uh, between her and Stephanie when she says, have I told you you're doing a great job? And Stephanie says, I doubt you've ever told anyone. <laughs> pretty good because like it's true that was good and uh yeah so cassie and then yeah blairsville one middleton zero and that was the that because they had their like super strong man guy for the yeah pumpkin that was toss. the best the pumpkin toss was amazing yeah, that was hilarious and then they have the face painting, and I, that's the one that I thought was shenanigans. I thought that her, Frankenstein's monster, she's on it, Frankenstein, that's not Frankenstein, Frankenstein's monster was way better than that cat. Thank you. No, I disagree. I think uh, the cat requires more skill. No. It wasn't, a, it, I mean, it could, but the way it was done was not more skilled than what Grace did. Like it just cracks. wasn't. And the edges. Yeah. And- yeah. Mm. Did, did you guys zoom in on the face this, of this, the cat? I'm no, zooming right now. It's way more simple. Also, she does get a deduction for saying that she was doing Frankenstein and executing Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. She, she gets a deduction for that. <laughs> yeah. She does not get a deduction for that, Amber. <laughs> yeah. If you say oh. you were going to do the Mona Lisa and you, I mean, let's, I take it back. Let's say you are going to do Da Vinci and you execute the Mona Lisa, you get a deduction for that. <laughs> because well, that's ridiculous. That, though. If they had clarified that, because then I, I, I could agree with you, but they said it was merely, I'm like, even all around the, the mouth on the Frankenstein's monster, way better than anything on the, because on the cat, it's just like all white. Yeah. No, it's not. Because there were there were whisker marks and there was like lots of texture. No, I'm looking at right now. I don't see any texture. That's because you're looking at a tiny picture, you goof. <laughs> I, I thought that, that was an outrage. I Grace should have won that one. It was ridiculous. But of course they wanted to get up to the final commutative 
thing. So of course. And I said, I, I, but I did, I agree. I did say on Twitter, Amber, that Blair's a lens for the cat. I bet it was because she mis incorrectly named her creation. So I, see? I yeah, see. You gotta All follow right. your brief, Rachel. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weird that they had the one girl just randomly faint. What was that all about? Yeah, okay, this is another thing. Um, there are only three reasons why women faint in, in movies, similar to only three women reasons why women throw up in movies. One, they're pregnant. Two, they are drunk. Or three, they have cancer. And none of those things were true. So I was just flabbergasted. If they want to be, what if they want to be like caught by an? <laughs> they have oh to God. fainting by James Denton. There you go. Uh, yeah, that's okay. a that's a that's a fake swoon. Swoon. Okay, that was weird. I and it was bizarre to me. It was I, like when it happened. I was with my mom, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. And then I was thinking, well, maybe the reason why the reason why she's here is because she like has cancer or something and then James Denton's going to be able to help her and like that's what she's going to get out of this trip to Middleton other than just broken up with but no I didn't yeah it was and she was just kind of gone so I don't know it was weird but I think the thing that won me over to Abigail in this movie why I didn't hate her is because I felt like she had some vulnerability that you don't always see from her you know, when she ta is talking to Casey, Casey, what's wrong with me? When she is talking to Cassie and in the flower shop and is just saying how she is just being terrible at this and it's not working out and she's feeling frustrated. I thought that was a pretty vulnerable moment for Abigail. Also, her flower shop is going to fail if she's just going to have George be the, in charge of it. <laughs> is, that, is that the new dynamic, it seems like? Yeah. Uh, That'll be funny, though. And yeah. it's a flower and chocolate shop, just, you know, technically. I thought she stopped selling chocolates after it she says, didn't want to help people. On the front, it says Abigail's Flowers and Chocolates. So what does I it still like say that? Good mm -hmm. cut. Yeah, and Cassie, she says, uh, to, there's no shortcuts when it comes to the heart. So that was really cute. So true, Cassie. <laughs> Girl, I don't know. I'm taking the scenic route. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, and uh, the, 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 there's a little scene with Stephanie giving them all a piece of her pie. And I think the big mistake is she put cardamom in it. That sounds gross. And they were all like, eating it like, uh. <laughs> Nick was hilarious in that part. Yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> like, it doesn't have Mayor Martha sparkle, which, of course. Um, Okay, and then they have the pumpkins, and one of them is a doctor, and one of them is a witch with two bats. And I don't know, which team are you on? Team witch or team doctor, as far as the best pumpkin? Yeah, Georgia? I, I didn't really want either one of them. I couldn't, <laughs> like, neither. I don't know. It's, they it's like, Yeah, I don't. I, I didn't know if it was just me, if I was looking at him wrong, if I was, like, being too harsh or something, but I just looked at him and I was like, oh, okay, I legitimately would have had no idea what it was if he hadn't put the stethoscope around it and said it's a doctor, and then, like, he's not really a doctor, but, like, he's a doctor, and you go, oh, okay, and yeah. the other one, I, I'm not even sure I knew what it was until you just said it right now. So <laughs> well, I, like, here's the thing about his no. as well. Um, 
he was using non-pumpkin stuff. Like, he put in stuff for eyes, and he put in a the stethoscope. Like, that's not carving a pumpkin. That's accessorizing a pumpkin. There's not stuff for eyes. I'm looking at it right now. And Where do you think he got the pupils, Rach? Yeah, but that's pumpkin. No, it's not. It's what? not pumpkin seeds. You can put pumpkin seeds in no, it. It's just hollow. He didn't carve it. That hasn't been that hasn't been hollowed or cleaned. But there were other people. I, I I just figured he got it from another pumpkin. It's definitely pumpkin. It's orange. No, no, the the pupils. The pupil is just a hole. No, it's not a hole. The pup. I don't want to fight with you about pumpkins. <laughs> just trust me. He put something on to be fake eyes. No, I'm looking at it right now. But anyway, um, I would go with the witch. I think that was the, the better one. But they weren't great. I agree with you. Neither of them were executed well. And I'm sure that that was like the, the set designer's way of being like, well, they're amateur pumpkin carvers. I'm an amateur pumpkin carver and I'm already better than this. And this is way more serious than my friend's thing that's just for honor. It's but not, I there's did, no town pride on the line. <laughs> but I did think it was kind of cute that you had the Radford men single-handedly saving Middleton. That was cute. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but they needed to do a better job on pumpkins. As a pumpkin connoisseur, I'm offended. Amber, I feel like there's an opening here for you to work for Hallmark, and maybe you should be pitching yourself in a different way instead of being mad at him. You should be like, oh, look, I know how to do pumpkins. I'm going to at james denton and be like oh, at God. james denton i'll teach you how to carve pumpkins next year yeah it's not james denton's fall amber i know but i don't know who to ask other than <laughs> so then we get this conversation between uh sam and this guy uh and uh he says my heart's still in paris Oh, poor, poor Eddie Bear. and that's when the the average viewer who doesn't know what's going on went oh <gasps> Paris? <laughs> and that's when everybody who else who knows how movies work went, obviously Paris. Yeah, right. So I actually thought both of the scarecrows were pretty good. I thought the one was scarier and the other was clever. I like I thought the whole idea of the Headless Horseman was 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 clever. No, no. The Blairsville Scarecrow was legitimately just like a kind of put together scarecrow. Like it was yeah. not. It was, it, I was unimpressed. It was like five minutes before the contest. They were like, oh my gosh, we're supposed to have a scarecrow. And they were just like, here, like, here's some <laughs> yeah. clothes. And then they sharpied on a face. Like, that was it. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't even dress me. Like, th this one was the clearest, clearest. Well, one is good and one is terrible. Yeah. Nick was good. So we got down to the final, which is going to be the next day. And, uh, of course, Martha is feeling all smug. And... This is when Cassie and her have a talk and she tells uh, Martha to go to the well. And so then she goes to the well. And it was a great moment. She says, I have two great loves, Mr. Tinsdale and Middleton. And that since the so ruby's been gone, I feel like I've lost. And then just kind of, and then she got like choked up and I was feeling it. Amber? Yeah, because everyone in town was rude to her. It was sad. I was like, oh. It was very sad. But it was nice to see her say it like that. I mean, that, that yeah. it, because it made you feel like, okay, this means something to her. It's not about the power. It's not about, you know, yeah. the ego or anything. It's that she really loves Middleton. And that was yeah. 
uh, that was very you well You didn't know that before now. No, no, no. Pay attention to Martha. I'm no, not saying I, I didn't agree know with... it. I'm saying that it was a good way to show it because yeah. it did. It made her human. It made her likable, you know. I agree with you, Georgia. It was a really nice, sweet moment for her. And uh, and then we get to see Cassie in her dress and Sam in his tops. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> right, Georgia? I just, I mean, I, I really, I love Sam. I just, James Denton, I get more of like a, like, I'm not, like, I'm not old enough to say anything about James Denton. Like, there's just, I don't know what the limit is, because Cameron Matheson, yeah, I'll talk about Cameron Matheson all day, but there's something about James Denton, I'm just like, nope, that's the dad, and that's like, see, you have not yet become a woman. That's weird, and also, no, I've, I have liked Cameron Matheson for, like, 15 years. What I'm saying is there's something about James Denton himself. He could be, you know, 15 years younger and I still would get the like he's the dad vibe from him. I don't know what it is. He's six years older than Cameron Matheson so we'll let it slide but he looks he knows how to wear a suit that man it looked great and they looked like such a beautiful couple it was very very good very well done. Mm-hmm. I, I also liked when Cameron gorgeous. Matheson was like haha I've discovered the secret passage and Cassie's like I mean, yeah, obviously, it's not, they're not even dust. Like, I clean here. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, oh, you already knew about this? And she's like, I mean, I have moved the rugs in my house before. <laughs> but it was, it was really, really funny because he was so excited. And he says, and yeah. she says, love always finds the way. That was so cute. And, uh, and it's just so, like, good witch for Cassie mm-hmm. to arrive at a gala. <laughs> buy a secret passage come on it was great and everything is going completely wrong at this party uh the because the 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 heart is just there it's just a huge problem the dynamic between grace and nick was very very cute i liked them at the party i thought they were fun and it's all sad poor grace she can't actually leave you know yeah, and I, I forget who it was that said I could do with less curses in my life, actually. <laughs> it was Nick. It was it Nick? Okay, that's yeah. right. That was funny. Uh, and then the power goes out, and boom, the heart is back. It was very exciting. And, uh, and so, and that's when Cassie says, she says, she's talking to a new museum lady, and she says, I need you to do one last thing for me. You did to tell me how the story ends. And there's still time for a little magic. It was a classic. Good My role. favorite part was Cassie strategically blocking Museum Girl from seeing Paris Guy the whole, <laughs> the whole show. It was their so names funny. are Karen and Edward, but it's fine. I don't need their names. Fine. But <laughs> I, I thought that the, the so like, Obviously. the reveal was very effective though, I thought, when like, there's all this like crowd forming and then boom, he's right in front of her. It was very good. Yeah. Yeah. The heart is restored. And I feel like this lady museum lady could play Alicia Witt's sister. Sure. I mean, it's kind of like Alicia Witt. (laughs) Anyway. Um, so yeah. And they, then we never see the girlfriend again. (laughs) Too bad. All's fair in love and war, I guess. Uh, and then we had a great 
moment with Cassie is telling Martha, when I think of like what makes Middleton Middleton, oh. I think of you. Yeah, because she's, she's the, the heart, heart of Middleton. Middleton. And guess what? Fun fact, guys. All the love and romance stopped when Martha went to Blairsville. And then it came back once Martha was on Team Middleton again. <laughs> what? Martha's the magic. Martha's the magic. That was so sweet. And Catherine Disher's expression, it was, I was yeah. like, I'm not crying. You're crying. It was really good. I thought. What did you was. think, Georgia? No, it was super sweet. Like, I, I really didn't expect it to be. I don't know. I was expecting a wedding because that's what I'd got myself into. And then there was no wedding. So then to have this be the, the emotional part of it, I think was really like a nice surprise, but it was very well done because it, you know, it kind of left you hanging at the end of last season and to have the whole Martha storyline be so funny, but also it was very sweet and very, I think very well written and the way she performed it. Cause she's always so funny, you know, mm-hmm. Catherine Disher's hilarious, but man, she yeah. pulled that off. And I was like, I don't cry a good witch, but if I did, that would have been when I would cry a good witch, you know, because that was very well done. Yeah. Yeah. And so that that inspires Martha to go and save the pie for Middleton. <laughs> save the pie. With the weird dust. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen on a pie before. Um, and, uh, and then her and Cassie have another cute conversation. And she says, for the first time in my life, I think I'm actually speechless. That was so cute. This movie got huge adorable points. It was really yeah. good. And then they have the judging, and it's supposed to be the celebrity judge or whatever, chef. And they didn't even take, like, a, she literally took, like, the smallest bite, and it didn't even have any of the crust. Yeah, it was so, I thought that was so funny. After all the talk about, like, oh, I put this in the crust. Yeah. And, and she was like, I'll just have a tiny bit of the filling. Yeah. I mean, I've always, seen... Uh, I've seen beat Bobby Flay enough to know that you can't do it that way. I've watched <laughs> the Great British Bake Off. I know. Yeah. You, know, you take a slice, slice and then a piece of the slice, and you flip it over and you look at the crust and you go, mmm, underbaked. Yeah, right. Oh my God. So that was funny. And so Middleton wins. It's very exciting. And we find out that Stephanie is going to be on this celebrity. Uh, evidently, she has a blog, this chef. Stephanie is going to be on, uh, on the blog. So yes. she's very excited. <laughs> Stephanie deserves it. Yeah, she's she so loves great. Stephanie. Are Stephanie does deserve it. She Even does. Even if I don't think her pie deserved to win, it's fine. Let's not talk about it. Stephanie she deserved it. to win the food portion of the contest yeah. because she literally made all the food for the entire gala. Yeah. Gala. Plus, gala? this was just like a bonus. The being on the blog wasn't a prize. It was just a bonus because I know I'm just saying, but she deserves all the prizes because she did it. Like I didn't I'm even fine with her her winning the pumpkin contest because she did all the other food. Stephanie's the best. Yeah. Well, the thing that made me win me over to Abigail in the episode, why I didn't feel angry like you did, Amber, is I thought this last conversation was really sweet between the two of them. They have champagne or whatever and they're talking and and Abigail says, I had no idea how hard this would be. You make everything look easy. And they have a they have a toast and they have a moment of connection. I thought that was really sweet and genuine. And uh, I'm very curious to see what happens next. I kind of wish that she stayed over there in Blairsville a little longer, but oh well, I think it'll still be interesting to see how 
uh, Martha handles being in the supporting role because I think it's going to last more longer than we thought. So yeah. One more point against Abigail. Um, she remember the whole time when they were at the very beginning talking about like all the things that were happening for the event and, and all of the stuff and this celebrity judge and Martha was like, I put these things in motion a million years ago. Like I planned all of this and she was like, but I'm in charge. Thanks. I'm the best. Like Martha planned everything and Abigail was just taking credit. And then Martha left. Amber, it was not a shining moment for either one of them in the beginning. Like, that's the whole point. And then by the end of it... Martha didn't leave being mayor. They kicked her out. They didn't kick her out. It was... She's not allowed by the laws of the whole mayor-ness, mayorhood. I I wish Jared had been in this and gotten... I would have loved to have seen a little bit of that. Uh, But... um, So, yeah... Anyway, then we got a final dance between Cassie and Sam, which was so swoon-worthy and so great. He mm-hmm. wrote her a love letter. Of course. And, which is just the best. And he said, I'd heard about the magic of falling in love, and then I met you. For the first time, I truly understood what that meant. You make me look at life in a way I could never imagine, in a way only you could you're my soulmate, my everything. So in the, uh, in the, <laughs> what do you say, in the uh, uh, history of love letters, Amber, what do you think? It's pretty good? I mean, yeah, it's pretty good. I don't really know all that many love letters off the top of my head, so it's probably the first one I can think of. Yeah. To be enough. fair, we're talking oh. about it right now, so that's probably why. <laughs> that's also just untrue, because you have read to all the boys I've loved before, and they're five yeah but none of those were were like particularly yeah swoon worthy no i agree with that but i'm just saying you know to compare it to a teenage girl's love letters to another teenager you know what do you you guys ever written a love letter i've written a a romantic poem only because we i took a poetry class in college and we i was an assignment we had to write a romantic poem. It was like the hardest thing. Maybe because I didn't have an inspiration at the time. Wasn't in love. Um, it was so hard. Like, I was just like, I don't know what. To, like, I enjoy reading poetry, writing it, not as much. Uh, but that's the only thing I've ever done. Honestly, I, I haven't written one. Well, no. No, that's kind of just my thing, I think. I would write them like, not to myself, but you know, in my own writing kind of thing I would write like I think I've written them to people um I know that my best friend and I used to one of my best friends used to have wedding Wednesdays and we would write like super cheesy wedding scenarios to each other about people it's just like it's a very natural thing I took a creative writing class and that was what I did was write like a Hallmark story before I watched Hallmark movies so it's not necessarily like here's my love letter to someone I'm going to marry but like romantic things it's just kind of what comes out yeah have you Amber oh yeah tons yeah because I'm just like a crazy person (laughs) (laughs) and like just like just like boys that I to all the boys I loved before no totally um like yes because I'm a crazy person good for you um, and I also have given someone, I wouldn't call it a love letter. It's more like a, like manifesto of, I will never see you again because I love you too much. And you're going to marry my friend. 
That's way harsh. I'm like mad. a crazy person. And you gave like, it to them? Yes. I drove from my house in Salt Lake to Provo in the middle of the night. Amber. Like a crazy wow. person. Good for you. No, you know what? No. I, no, no. Because there have been so many of those. Like, I swear to you, they're like floating around the internet because there were ones I wrote online and stuff. They're just like around. And I go, oh, man, I wish I'd given that to whoever it was. Good for you for giving that to whoever it was. Wow. Because that's a release. Did you, are you sad that you did it? Are you mad at yourself? I, no, I mean, like, th- this was, like, to be perfectly honest, I was, like, super in, and I don't think I would have ever, like, taken a break, and I needed, like, the clean break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, good for you. And, like, Seriously. That was so crazy, though. Like, there would there was no, like, um, can we talk about this so we can still be friends? It was like, um, that girl's crazy. I will never speak to her again. And I'm <laughs> like, this is what I needed. It is. Yeah, no, that's that seems reasonable. I think it's not reasonable, but it seems like the right thing to do. I don't know. I think it's in my defense. In my defense, the manifesto. (laughs) That's a crazy word to use. Don't use that. It's because it was like it was like forty pages long. Oh my gosh! But it was like mostly. It started out as basically like this is a letter to you to just work through your feelings about this thing that's like the worst to myself. Like Uh it was like to him, but I was never going to give it to him. Yeah. hundred percent. And then like, there was the, the culminating moment. And I was like, I I have to get out of this. So then I like wrote a couple more pages and I was like, so these were all my thoughts from the beginning of time. And I need to never see you again. So I can move on with my life and you can have your happy life. It'll be better for all of us. Please never talk to me. I have such extreme respect for that because I swear I've, there's been like one that was that intensity that I actually wrote. Never gave it to him. Never, never would have because I'm like, no, that's terrifying. Good for you. No, but no, also I feel like a crazy person. But you needed to do it because then people, it's going to be like, oh yeah, okay, I'm never going to, if he sees you, he's not going to talk to you and you don't want to talk to him because it wouldn't be healthy. So, you know. Well, I've seen him since and like, it's fine, but. No, like there, there was no the narrative. No, listen, but like after he, like several years later, after he and my friend got married and had kids, and I like saw them, and I was like, "Thank you for having nice lives." Like it was <laughs> fine. I had moved past it, but okay. I wouldn't it, like it would have been too hard for me to stay friends. Mm-hmm. And we were like best friends to stay friends at that point. Yeah. No, see, yeah. If you have to actually get that out and explain why you're not talking to him, I think that's super like maybe not 40 pages, you know, maybe not middle of the night, but like basic premise of it. I agree with, you know, 40 page. Yeah. Like it doesn't that just seem like the perfect beginning to like a crazy Hallmark movie. <laughs> I mean, have you seen my crazy ex-girlfriend or crazy ex-girlfriend? Not my crazy ex-girlfriend, you know, well, show? but not quite like that. Like, but, like where you go, oh, maybe it's not even about that. Like, that's what it transforms into, is that it's not even about the guy, you know. You know, it's the whole thing. It was the whole thing. It's the whole I, thing. I've moved past it. He I could talk about this for, like, six days. But, you know. <laughs> well, I want to hear everything. I, so. I liked that, of course, it involved magic, the letter. And yeah, yeah. I thought that it was just Way to bring you back to the Good Witch. Very good job, Tweet. <laughs> And I, I thought that it really showcased Cassie's best quality of being very thoughtful and caring. 
of other people. And, uh, you know, like, it's not like it's a love letter about like how beautiful she is or about how like would have been fine and true, but it was even better to have it be about her, how thoughtful she is and how, what a good person now she makes Mm -hmm. him better. And uh, so I thought it was very romantic. I just think it's like a tiny, tiny bit harsh considering he's been married before and that it's like, oh, like I've never been in love, you know, where I get it. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, Yeah. It's just like a little bit harsh, you know, where you go there, there are other things probably you could have written that would have been a slightly more sensitive way to put it. Yeah, but he's not letting her read it, so it's fine. I get it, but, like, hopefully Nick never sees that, you know? Because that's just, I don't know. Like, please don't say that in your vows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick's mom comes and Nick's there. Yeah. And fingers crossed, so are Cassie's stepchildren. (laughs) Maybe that's why they had to postpone it, you know? Maybe Lori couldn't get there. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But I really liked it, and it was a really nice way to end the movie on this dance between the two. Side of them. note: Speaking of the girl being from Paris, I know she's not the actress who played Lori, but I was like, mm, they could have got her to play Lori if they couldn't get the real one. And now they can't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And we did a tiny else. part of me. A tiny part of me when she was first introduced before she Aww. spoke, I was like. Is this going to be fake Lori? Like, is this going to be the Lori that... No, no. Official word from Noah Cap on his Facebook, uh, I guess he didn't do it last season, that he has done the show off of Good Witch. So Derek will not be coming back. We did find out this week as well. (laughs) Just a little Good Witch news. like it. Yeah. Which is too bad because that was fun between between Martha and him. That was Mm. a good dynamic. He was funny, so... Anyway, uh, yeah, so I'm really, really excited for the new season. Uh, Of course, it has been renewed. I think that we're still going to have a lot of animosity and rivalry between Martha and Abigail. I think we are going to see Cassie and Sam get married. I think that will happen. And uh, and you've got Grace and Nick's last year of school. So that will be fun. And I don't know, I'm just really excited for the new season. I think it's going to be great. And uh, yeah, it'll probably be in what, April or May? I April? think April or May. Yeah. Something. Yeah. We'll find out as time gets closer and we'll post it on our Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. So let us know what you think. Really enjoyed it. How many crowns are you giving to Amber? Oh, probably four. Georgia? Wait, out of how many here? Five. Five. Yeah, I'd say 4.2. I really liked it. I liked that Nick sounded British for most of it without intending to. His accent kept sneaking through. And I thought, I don't know why, it was just so funny to me. Yeah, I liked that it had a bunch of magic. I liked that Martha had to go to a wishing well. I liked that there was all kinds of like, it was funny, it was sweet, it was very good. I liked it. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm going to also give it 4.25. I really enjoyed it, and I have it at number 10 in my ranking. So right now it's in the top 10. It's pretty exciting. Uh, just after Garage Sale Pandora's Box and just before A Summer to Remember. So it technically <gasps> bumped off after Bells. <laughs> oh. It's very fierce competition yeah. in my uh, ranking. Uh, right now I have, uh, I have 56 movies right now 
in my ranking. So you're about to double it with Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be insane. <laughs> so uh, thank you so much, Georgia, for coming and talking Good Witch with us. This is so much fun. I love talking to you guys. Thank you. Yeah, we love having you and we're excited. We're definitely, we have it already scheduled. You're going to be on one of our recaps for Christmas. So that's going to be super fun. And uh, we have really fun stuff planned uh, for Countdown to Christmas. We have guests every week. So that'll be super great. And, (laughs) um, and we still have our Christmas preview that we're going to be doing. We have our fall harvest recap that we're going to be doing. Uh, we have lots of other fun stuff, tons of inter- cool interviews, and we hope you enjoyed our interview with Randy Carter on Monday, editor extraordinaire. He was really fun and really great. Uh, so, uh, lots of great stuff going on in the podcast. Make sure you check it out. And Amber, where can people find you? As always, I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter and that's it. Great. And Georgia, what about you? On Twitter, I am Georgia speech, Georgia, like state and speech, the word. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and on YouTube. So make sure to check that out. And uh, we really appreciate you guys and uh, have a great Halloween. Bye. Bye, everybody.